everyone, welcome back to the Jill Lublin Show. I'm so delighted you're here today. And we have a very special guest, Ellen Elson. Ellen chairs the L'Chaim Napa Valley Food and Wine Festival. Ooh, I can't wait to eat, just saying. And um, she is with us today as, well, an amazing woman with a great history. Found out she's an author herself, and she's a speaker and a, a, and a volunteer extraordinaire. Um, so Ellen, I just would love for you to let us know a little bit about the festival and kind of, you know, what, what prompted this? Let, let me bring you back to the beginning of Lachaim Napa Valley, which started long before I moved to Napa. Um, I've been in, around Napa for over 20 years, but I actually have only lived here for 14 years uh, because I married someone who lived here and I lived in LA. And so it took me a while to decide to move to Napa because I thought LA was the best till I moved to Napa. Now I know I was so stupid. Anyway, they, a group of vintners um, who belonged to the synagogue wanted to do something for the synagogue and they started Lachaim Napa Valley um, oh, probably almost 20 years ago. Uh, Alan Balick and um, Dick Wallach and Sue Wallach and Barbara Balick, they put the original Lachaim together. And they had a big event up at the CIA when it was in, Saint, the only one was up in St. Helena. And they would do this huge weekend. And they did it for probably three or four, maybe five years. And they raised some money. And then people got tired of doing it. And so they, it kind of went to sleep for a while. Um, when I became president of Congregation Beth Shalom in Napa uh, about in the, 10 years ago, um, they called me and they said, you know, we had this great idea for this Lachaim Napa Valley. And since we have so many Jewish vintners as members of the synagogue, why don't we make this the synagogue of the vintners and do something to showcase the Jewish vintners in Napa Valley um, and find a new way to bring Lachaim back. And I thought this was a great opportunity to do that. And we did for a couple of years. We brought it back at the synagogue. We had a wine and cheese, uh, starting off with beautiful light jazz music outside. And then we would bring in um, great chefs, like we brought in David Nayfield from Chef Echo. And we did a, a dinner with music and auction. Um, but it was pretty exclusive. It was expensive. And a couple of years after we did several of those, I said, I really want this to be a community event. This, this should be open to not only the Jewish people in Napa and our synagogue, it should be open to anybody who loves Jewish music and loves Jewish food. And that's how it's evolved to this year doing it at CIA Copia. And we, our plan is to do it every year at this time of year at CIA Copia because it's a beautiful venue and it affords us an opportunity to have music both inside and outside, food inside and outside, and beer and wine inside and outside. So that's kind of how we got where we are today. I love that. And now we're talking about, you know, food, beer, wine, and music. What could be so bad, right? <laughs> and art. And we'll also be raising money for the Ukraine. Oh, I love that. I love that. So, you know, obviously this is an event with a long history. I want to invite all of you to check this out. Um, if you're anywhere near Napa or the Bay Area, this is a fun event that actually repeats every year. So it is an annual event. And, um, and obviously your intention is to showcase great food, great wine. Yes? We're so thrilled with the wineries. We, this year we have 13 Jewish wineries. Uh, four craft brewers, and we have uh, lots of Jewish delis. We have Lovsky's Deli, uh, we have Wise and Sons Deli, 
We have Mark and Mike's from San Francisco. Uh, we have Winston's, which is a new deli uh, and bagel place with Paul, Polly Brown up here. Um, and we have a lot of other uh, wonderful foods from wonderful chefs uh, in, in the Bay Area, not only in Napa. So, um, but we wanted to have it to be fun. We wanted it to be a festival. People are tired of being at home. We want it to be joyous. So we have four hours of music outside and four hours of music inside. And we have lots of children's activities as well with clowns and songs. And uh, we even brought in Micah Siva, who's going to be reading her book, One, Two, Three, Nosh With Me. For the kids. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I mean, you know, as, as they say, what could be so bad, right? <laughs> what could be so bad? Eat, drink, and nosh. I love that. And I, I know if I may just take a moment because you're amazing and I see that and I would love to feature a little bit. I know you've authored a book, which what, what's the name of the book? It's called Live Like You Mean It. And it is really finding joy and finding what's important in your life and doing something about it. And we wrote it basically because people were turning 50 and they'd say, is this all there is to my life? And we found that um, once people sat in their little dark closet and made a list of the things that were important, they really weren't doing the things that were important to them. They were doing things that they thought their parents wanted them to do or their spouse or their partner or their business partner or their kids. And they were not finding joy. And to me, we need to find joy. Life is too short to not find joy in your life every day. That's for sure. And I think that's a, a beautiful, uh, really, emphasis of why this festival is important, why celebration is important, right? And, and I love the fact that you are in charge of all this. I know from our pre-discussion that you do a lot of volunteer work, and that that's really who you are in your life. And, and I think for our listeners, too, it's really a great lesson in what are you doing to be in service to contribute, right? What would you say about that, Ellen? Well, I wake up every day, and well, I should say, I go to sleep every night and say, what did I do for someone else today? And every day I have a list of people I wanna call who that are homebound or by themselves or lonely. And I just think that we don't reach out enough to other people and volunteering to me, you get back so much more than you ever give. And mm -hmm. so even though, um, you know, I, I have grandchildren and children uh, who always say, mom, you've done enough. You've done enough. I don't, I think as long as you can walk and talk and breathe, there's always more you can do to help other people. And one of the things going back to the festival momentarily, one of the reasons we started was to raise money for education. And then um, as the, the festival has grown, we now have a scholarship at Napa Valley College for the viticulture program that we give part of the proceeds of the festival uh, to Napa Valley Colleges because it's the largest viticulture program uh, in, in all of California, which people are not aware of. But a lot of the people that are going there to take courses in viticulture are farm workers who really would never get a break to go to college if we didn't have Napa Valley College here. Wow. Oh, I love that. And this is, it's kind of like the gift that keeps on giving, like your volunteerism, like a festival that then funds a program that then funds someone to go to this college. How beautiful is that? And I think that's really sort of the bigger lesson here, Ellen. And one of the reasons also why I wanted to bring you on to interview you, you know, for a timeless piece. And, and that is the opportunity to, what are you doing to make a difference? You actually just said it, like, what are you doing every day 
that you gave to someone. I just think that's so profound, right? You want to well, talk it's a little bit about tough. that? It's, it's so easy to pick up the phone or write a note or send a card or drive by someone's house and drop off a flower or a jar of jam you just made or some cookies. It is amazing to me the impact just doing something small every day has on the community. And when we went to put this festival together, and I have two great co-chairs, uh, Irene Yesowich and Lauren Shevlin, who have just been an angel, and our synagogue director, Lauren, Lauren Snyder. I mean, they're, they're, we have an amazing team. And because I had so many contacts, we had 20 something people sign up to be volunteers for the festival from the very beginning. And it, you never do this by yourself. It takes a village. It takes people coming together saying, yes, I'll help do that. So again, bigger lessons here, right? It's always about what can you do that creates um, opportunity to help each other, to give to each other, right? And by giving, which you are a great emphasis on that, uh, you have created an opportunity for others to keep giving. Volunteers signed up effortlessly, which is amazing, right? And so it, it really is about um, the expansion of who you are, what can you give, and then making a difference with what you do. Right, and but so Jill, absolutely. But the thing that I am always surprised at, people say, thank you for asking me to help. Because a lot of people are not, do not have, or they're not extroverts. They're very introverted. And I am very extroverted, obviously. Um, just by asking them makes their day. Even if they have to say no, they're happy that you asked them. Yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that. That is so beautiful. So let me just ask you, you know, let's, let's again let people know it's the Lachaim Napa Valley Wine and Food Festival. And what's the website they can go visit to enjoy? At, at eventbrite.com, just type in Lachaim Napa Valley. It's August 7th from 4 to 8 in the afternoon at CIA Copia. Um, it's a beautiful venue. The amphitheater sits right on the river. And um, it's going to be lovely inside and it's going to be lovely outside. We have wonderful artists coming as well. We have cookbook class, we have cooking classes. We have three um, wonderful classes, one on collars and collar braiding um, with Beth Lee. We have Faith Kramer who just wrote 52 Shabbats and she's doing a class on mixing spices uh, for Jewish cookery. And then we have um, Sam, uh, Samantha Cayone who's gonna teach us how to ferment vegetables like making our own sauerkraut. And they'll all be selling their products and their books at the festival as well. Oh, how wonderful. Well, this is gonna be fun. Lots of eating, lots of enjoying, lots of giving back by just coming there. And Alan, I so appreciate you coming on the show and really appreciate your, um, your giving spirit really, because that's really what it's all about. Thank you so, so much for reaching out to us. We are so appreciative. And I look forward to meeting you and talking to you face-to-face. -face. I think it'll be joyous. Thank you. I appreciate you. And thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, I appreciate you always looking to see what's inside of each message. And they're always gift-wrapped, and they're for you. So check out jilllublin.com. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of this show. Bye, everyone.